Hello, hello. We are switching things up a little bit on the podcast for the month of February. I'm calling it our back to basics. And why am I calling it this? Because (laughs) we, a few months ago, we switched over our podcast to a new platform. And somehow in the transition, we lost our first seven podcast episodes. They're nowhere to be found. And I don't know where they went. I don't know what happened. So what we're going to do is we picked our favorite four episodes from the very beginning of the podcast, the very start, the basics, right? What is intuitive eating? Um, What if I'm desperate for weight loss? All these things that are coming out the month of February, we are going to re-air them and make sure that they find a home again on the podcast for the month of February. So if you are new here, you will get some back to basics episodes. And if you're not new here and you've already listened to them, I think you will still find so much value in going back. It's probably likely that it's been a while since you've listened to those episodes since it's been two plus years since they aired. So I hope that you can enjoy this month of February going back to the basics and really connecting, um, connecting with your body, connecting um, with with your ability to listen to the needs of your own body. And I hope these episodes really help you do that. So I'm excited for you to listen. Um, Because we're going to be re-airing these, I'm just going to share a couple opportunities um, if you would like to receive some support in your health, wellness, weight loss pursuits, and you're struggling staying consistent, you're struggling with your relationship with food, you would consider yourself a yo-yo dieter or um, an emotional eater, or you are just really frustrated that you're not consistent with your habits and you're not showing up in the way that you want to, I want to give you an opportunity to work with me um, and potentially several other women in your shoes. So I have a couple opportunities I want to share with you and you can reach out if you have questions um, or anything like that on email or Instagram or anything there. But we first have, if you are looking to join a community of women who are working together on being consistent with their goals, showing up for their their vision and who they want to become as a woman of wellness, making peace with food, making peace with their bodies, setting goals, creating habits that they're sticking with, and doing it with ongoing coaching from me as your coach in a group setting, we have our Women's Wellness Academy coaching membership program. This is a coaching membership program for the woman who wants support in her goals. She wants to really find find and live that vision of the woman of wellness that she wants to become and be consistent with her and stop binging and restricting and stop the all or nothing and stop the perfection and all of the above. So if you'd like to join us, we've got some amazing coaching calls coming in the month of February and beyond. If you would like to join us or if you have questions about it, you can go to awomanofwellness.com forward slash academy 
or you can look in the show notes. And then the second opportunity you have is if you are looking for someone to work one-on-one with. So similar goals, similar things. If you struggle with all of those things that I shared, relationship with food, your body, dieting, um, inconsistency with goals, lack of weight loss results or results that you want to have and you want to work with one-on-one with a coach, I currently have two open spots for one-on-one coaching um, for quarter one. So if that's of interest to you, you can also learn more at awomanofwellness.com forward slash coaching. And if that's something that interests you, we can hop on a call and talk about your goals and create um, what it, what coaching would look like for you and, and make that decision if it's the best fit for you. So anyway, thank you for letting me share those things. I always feel like I want you to know that you have the support that you need. You know that every Tuesday the podcast is released and that's um, free support for you. And then if you want to go deeper, we have those options as well. So thank you so much for being here. If you've been here since day one, thank you for being here. If this is your first episode, thank you for being here or anywhere in between. I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful that I get to um, be part of your journey. And I'm, I'm appreciative when you share um, your thoughts and you ask questions. And um, I'm here. I'm here to support you in, in that journey to becoming the woman of wellness. So thank you for being here today. And I am really excited for these February special back to the basics episodes. And then we'll be back to our normal quote programming in March. Welcome to the woman of wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself, beautifully imperfect and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself and I'm here to help you discover it. Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable, and I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. Hello again, friends. Okay, I have to be real here. I just recorded this whole podcast episode and discovered it wasn't actually recording. So second time's a charm and I really hope that maybe I needed to learn a lesson in the first one to share more with you in the second one. So here we go again and I'm going to address a question that I've been getting a lot from a lot of you that are struggling with maybe some chronic health conditions or trying to figure out how to balance food in your life. So today we are going to be talking about how to eat intuitively with chronic health conditions. 
And I want to first define what a chronic health condition is because maybe you don't have a diagnosis or anything like that, but I actually believe everyone has some sort of quote condition. We're going to call it a condition. And what do I mean by this? Everyone has something that maybe is holding them back from achieving their food freedom vision or becoming the woman of wellness that they want to become. And it could be a diagnosis. It could be something that you're struggling with and trying to work through. It could also be just trying to search for weight loss or physical change in your body. Or maybe it's a condition of recognizing that certain foods don't fuel your body in the way that they you want them to, or they should or whatever, or certain foods don't feel as good to your body. So I really believe um, this episode is for everyone because I think if we really looked at it, maybe you could find something in your life that feels like a condition, something that holds you back from really eating intuitively and balance with your food. And I want to share a little bit more about my own story. And I've shared this before on social media, but um, I think this is a really great avenue to take to talk about my story and how I discovered my own chronic health condition and how to balance food in my own life when I was experiencing food freedom. And then I had, I guess I'd call it a shock to my system and had to find a new balance with food in my life. Hey there. Do you want to get started with intuitive eating? If so, I have a free guide that outlines five simple, actionable steps you can take today to help you begin your intuitive eating journey. Just head to the link in the show notes to grab your copy. A few years ago, I, to make a long story short, I guess, I um, discovered some food intolerances in my body and they were red on my list, which basically means try to avoid at all times. And I'm going to put in quotes or in um, parentheses if possible. (laughs) And the top two things on my list that were red were gluten and dairy. And if you've been experiencing food freedom for most of your life and you eat what you want and and you've you've got the balance and, and you feel really good about it and someone comes in and says, okay, you've got to eliminate gluten and dairy from your diet. And it doesn't sound all that bad until you realize how much gluten and dairy is in a lot of the food that you eat. And so here's the thing. At first, I was so excited to feel better because I had been feeling pretty crummy for a long time. And we were trying to figure out what was going on and we just couldn't figure it out. And so it was kind of exciting. And this is probably what a diet feels like to you when you're wanting to make a change with your body. You're wanting to feel better maybe or weight maybe weight loss is um, attached to feeling better for you. Um, and we, f- we have that desire and so it creates this excitement. So I got really excited and I said, great, I will eliminate those foods from my diet because I am so desperate to feel better. I am ready. And there were several other foods on my list as well that um, I also eliminated just because they were in like an orange range. So not great, but not totally red. And I did really good and I eliminated everything and I started feeling way better and it felt so good. And I lost a lot of weight too. Because I wasn't eating very much food. Not only was I eliminating the foods that I was 
not supposed to eat, but I just wasn't eating that much because there were so many foods on my list that were markers for inflammation and all of that. And it felt really good for a while. And then what happened, there are two things that happened. One, I started getting really hungry. I started just feeling constant hunger because I just wasn't eating that much. And it's because I wasn't eating much because food just wasn't feeling good. You know, the foods that were on my list of shouldn't eat didn't make my body feel good. And so it made sense, right? But I also wasn't making good substitutions. So I was just eating a lot less. And the second thing that started happening was that I started getting really sick of eating the same foods over and over again. And I know this is a big one for a lot of people where you just feel like you're, you have the same foods you eat constantly because you can't break out. You can't go try other things because you don't know how they're going to feel or maybe they're off limits or whatever. And so those two things started happening to me and I did what I teach not to do around here and I totally rebelled. I went back. I went backwards. I just brought all the food back into my life and gained all the weight back and um, felt kind of foolish, I guess, a little bit and frustrated and sad because I wasn't able to keep it up. But I was hungry and I was tired of eating egg whites. (laughs) If you say the word egg whites, I get kind of gaggy because that's all I was eating because eggs was also on my list. Egg yolks was on my list. So... Anyway, fast forward a little while and I realized that I had created a life of food freedom within the parameters of my body, which at the time were just like I could eat whatever I wanted whenever I wanted for most of my life. And I found a really good balance with that. I still had a balanced diet, um, but then this came in and I discovered that I didn't really have the food freedom and I was really struggling with that. And so I started to find a better balance and started to learn how to find food freedom within the parameters that my body was setting for me. So I want to walk through with you what you can do if you are trying to find that balance with food with a chronic health condition. What do we do when we were told not to eat this or that because it's bad for our bodies? The first thing that I want you to do is to evaluate where you are in your relationship with food. How prepared are you to make the changes that you need to make? This is something you need to go deep and ask yourself, you know, are you going to swing back into the diet cycle a few weeks later because that's what your normal is or what it looks like typically for you? Do you really struggle with restriction? Do you really struggle with uh, the diet mentality? We need to look at our relationship with food very first and see where we're ready to start. And it doesn't matter where, it's okay to start where you are. We don't need to compare our journeys to anyone else's, which is really easy to do. And I understand that, but recognize that if you can meet yourself where you are, you're going to have a greater capacity for change. Number two is to shift your mindset towards seeing this as an opportunity and a gift to get more in tune with your body. When I first got quote diagnosed, I don't know if that's the best word, but, um, it felt like a burden. Actually, at first it felt very exciting, but after a while it felt like a burden. Like, why me? Why do I have to deal with this? This is frustrating. This is annoying. Everyone else can eat this, but I can't. Like, I I really got down on myself. And it's taken some time, and I'll be honest, I'm still working on this one. 
but we really need to work on looking at this as an opportunity and looking at it as a gift so that you can be more in tune with your unique body. I don't know why you're dealing with your chronic health conditions. We don't know always where they come from. We don't know why, but if we can look at it as an opportunity to say, okay, I can step it up for my own self and I can see this as a gift that maybe I needed this to help me do one more level, one better step with my health, I can see this as a gift. Number three is a very unpopular opinion, and it also needs to be worked through with your doctor, okay? So this is one of those that um, if you have some very severe conditions where you have to be really, really cautious, maybe, you know, like anaphylactic stuff or anything like that where you have to be really cautious, then obviously we don't want to do this. But for the most part, most of us will fit into this. Step number three is to bring all the food back in. Okay. So if you've started on this plan or whatever, and you're like in a bad place, okay. If you're, if you're doing okay, no, like don't bring all the food back in, but if you're really, really struggling to stick with what you are trying to stick with, it's because when we try to eliminate food, we usually end up eating it again anyway, if we're not in a good place with our relationship with food. For example, when we go on a diet and we eliminate particular foods from our diet, what happens when the diet ends or we fail on the diet? It's usually one of the first foods we turn to and we often overeat it. So as soon as that becomes an off-limits food for us, it becomes this like, I want it when I fail or when I give up or when I struggle. And it's something that we turn to when things don't go as they should. So this is a little opposite, but we've got to bring the food back in so that we can start working on gently taking it out again, I guess, within the parameters of your body and your condition. Number four is to start making simple swaps one at a time. And this is where I went most wrong. I went all in on a diet. I don't know if that's the best word, but not diet diet, but you know what I'm saying, like a nutritional diet where I eliminated a lot of food that I was regularly eating. I eliminated gluten and dairy. Those con- That consisted of a lot of foods that I ate regularly. And I wasn't prepared for swaps or for finding other ways to get the satisfaction in that I needed or anything like that. And so I didn't have a good gluten-free bread. And so it was really hard, easy at first to kind of give up the bread, right? But after a while, I, I really craved something like that. And now I find I've found a gluten-free bread that I love. And it's great and it works perfect for me. And I've had to do a trial and error on several different kinds because there are not very many good ones out there. And I just kept finding those simple swaps. And, And what I want you to do when you're thinking about making these simple swaps is what is the easiest swap you can make right now? So let's pretend that you are told diet or dairy is an inflammatory agent in your body and you shouldn't be eating it or whatever by your doctor or, or your condition or, or whatever, or you're trying to find that balance with food without eating dairy. And you decide that 
cheese is just too hard. You're not quite ready for cheese, but you could give up maybe some milk. You could find a milk alternative like oat milk or almond milk or soy milk or something. Try that. Meet yourself where you are right now and pick the easiest thing that you can swap, the easiest thing that you can eliminate. And remember that you're doing this for your body. You're doing it to for the gift of your body. And so when I say the word eliminate, it always sounds kind of diety. But what I want you to know is I eliminate dairy and gluten, but it's not something that I never have. I get to still make the decision. And 95% of the time, I'm really good because I know it makes my body feel really good. And so yes, from the standpoint of like, my condition, I guess you'd say, I eliminated it from my diet, but that doesn't mean it's off limits. I can still have it, but I know what it will do to my body. I know how I will feel and I get to make the decision. You get to make the decision about what you're going to eat. And the thing that I want you to get out of this and what I'm hopeful that if there's anything you're going to get out of this is that you may have to go on a new journey to find food freedom within the parameters set by your body and that this is okay. We don't have to look at it as a burden. I want you to practice celebrating your body taking you on a new journey. So when we look at conditions and having to change our nutrition, having to change our habits and our approaches to food and all of that, It can feel overwhelming and sometimes it can feel like, well, do I have to do this forever? And that feels too much, right? So instead, just meet yourself where you are right now and pick one simple thing that you can change at a time and it's going to be much more long lasting than if you were just going to eliminate it all right from the beginning and um, go back to into the diet cycle because you weren't ready for it. Meet yourself where you are and recognize that this can be an opportunity and a gift. I have become more in tune with my body than I ever have in my whole life. And it's helped me make decisions that have helped work toward healing for my body. And also in so many different areas, I'm becoming so much more aware of my stress levels and how I respond to exercise and movement so that I can create the movement that fuels my body and all of that. And so I'm here to say that whatever you're dealing with, whatever diagnosis you have or or chronic health condition you're dealing with, it can be viewed as a gift and it may not come easily at first. And I recognize that and that's okay. Your feelings are completely valid. It is okay to feel feelings of frustration and sadness and it's okay to feel like you want to rebel. (laughs) I went through that. I went through that journey and there will come a time where you can find that balance that you're looking for and you can recognize that it's a gift and an opportunity and not a burden of having to eliminate it, but rather a gift of removing it from your body because it doesn't help you show up as the woman of wellness that you want to be. And that's what we're all about here is whatever it is that you need to do for your health and wellness to become that woman of wellness, that's what we want to change and that's what we want to work on. 
So I'm over here sending you love and support in your own journey. And thank you for being here. And I will see you in another episode. Okay, my friend, if you love the Woman of Wellness podcast, did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review? This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, 